0: want to protect your business the time is near you've given it heart now Get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. I'm Richard Gerhardt, founder of Gearhart Law, a full-service intellectual property law firm specializing in patents, trademarks, and copyrights.
1: And I'm Elizabeth Gearhart, not an attorney, but I work at Gearhart Law doing the marketing and I have my own startups.
0: Welcome to Passage to Profit, everyone. The road to entrepreneurship where we talk with startups, small businesses, and discuss the intellectual property that helps them flourish. It's time for IP in the News there's a dispute going on right now in st louis between two stores one is a thrift store and it's called found by the pound and another store that is an upscale urban apparel store their name is found fashion and so found fashion opened and the people who went to the thrift store found by the pound were confused between their store and the other store And so Found by the Pound got upset and they filed a lawsuit against Found Fashion, hoping that uh, they could stop Found Fashion or force them to change their name.
1: They did, however, reach out to found fashion first, found by the pound did, and tried to settle it outside of getting the lawyers involved and were ignored. So if you get one of these letters or somebody reaches out to you, you should really try to settle it as soon as you can without any pain or as little pain as possible.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess they were just hoping that the found by the pound people would go away, but they decided not to do that. And there's a couple of interesting parts about this. First of all, found by the pound doesn't have a trademark. So they're trying to enforce rights in their name under common law rights, which is always a challenge. If you want to enforce your brand, you're better off having a trademark. The lesson here, too, is if you get a cease and desist letter, respond to it, because sometimes you can work these things out. By not responding, they probably provoked the lawsuit.
1: This is in St. Louis. They're both in St. Louis. And I don't know if they ship across state lines, but would it work for them just to have a state trademark? Or do you think they would need a federal trademark?
0: Well, you're always in a better position if you have a federally registered mark. You do have to have interstate commerce. Oftentimes, that's an easy test to pass, especially in St. Louis, being so close to Illinois. If you have customers from different states, that often works. But yeah, that would definitely be a consideration, and maybe they couldn't qualify for a federal trademark. mark.
1: Well, that's true. But I do want to say one thing, since we are talking about intellectual property, I do want to give credit to the source where we got this article from. I found this on RiverfrontTimes.com, and it was written by Ryan Kroll. If you want to know more about it, you can reach out to them on their website. But also, if you want to learn more about trademarks, you can go to LearnMoreAboutTrademarks.com and download a white paper that talks about trademarks. Or you can call Gerhard Law and talk to Richard. Absolutely. So now it's time for
0: Richard's Roundtable. And I guess the question here is, what do you think of this situation? Number one. Number two, would you be confused between the words found by the pound and found fashion? Dr. Gladden? I don't know. For me, I would be confused, quite honestly. I don't shop that much, right? So if I was looking for a clothing store that said found something or other, I might end up at the wrong shop. So I think there is some confusion there, just as I heard about, you know, the description of what you're saying. We have a number of trademarks in our practice, as well as patents and other things. So we've been very conscientious about trademarking things that we think are valuable to us. And, you know, their name obviously is very valuable to them. It's their whole marketing tool and really is kind of an innuendo of what's in the shop, right? So, you know, in that sense, I would think it'd be important to them. I think it's a little bit of negligent on their part not to have gone down the path of getting a trademark for it that being said, I can understand their consternation and they're still trying to protect themselves. It always impresses me that the found clothing people take such a arrogant sort of approach. Uh, I don't know. It just seems I wish the word was a little more cooperative. Right. And so that's a little bit disheartening to hear that people can't just sit down and figure something out. Sometimes people react out of defensiveness and they're like, oh, you're going to challenge me. And they think if they don't say anything, the problem's going to go away. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't usually work that way. Right. Tanya?
1: I think when it comes to a lot of marketing and branding, if there's too much similarity in the name, it's definitely going to create confusion, especially with something so similar to this specific name. And I think, you know, when you come up with something great as far as a tagline and a title, like you should obviously protect yourself. But in the same sense, it doesn't give you liberty to steal from others in order to, you know, make your brand expand and be more relevant. Jody, any thoughts yeah. about this? It's sort of business one hundred and one, right? When you first start your business, you're thinking about what am I going to name it, and then from there you start your search. You look up websites, you do trademark searching. I mean, obviously, found by the pound to your point, did not trademark it, but your name is important, your brand is important, and you want to covet that. So I think. You know, unfortunately, Found by the Pound was short-sighted in not trademarking. I think that would have obviously created more boundaries and bumpers for them. But Found Fashion, short-sighted as well in terms of not really doing their due diligence because uh, your name is only as valuable as you create those boundaries around it. Your lane matters, and they are both in fashion. So uh, that does leave room for confusion.
0: Mm -hmm. Zoe, welcome to the show. What do you think?
1: in europe i'm speaking from england if you haven't really registered your trademark then you really wouldn't have a leg to stand on and because found is a normal word in the in the language and it's essentially a past tense of a verb to find and i think we have a number of brands which use find something or other are there any other brands in the us which have a precursor of the word found
0: you know, that's a- Wonderful question. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. But in the United States, you still get trademark rights simply by using the word in commerce in connection with the goods that you have.
1: And while we're talking about this, just because you're trademarked in one country doesn't mean you get the rights in another country. So for you selling Rockstar, you're probably trademarked both in the U.S. and in England, right? And in China and in a number of different countries countries, yes, and regions. I guess
0: the takeaway from all of this is trademark when you can. And if you'd like to learn more about trademarking in the process, you can go to learnmoreabouttrademarks.com and you can download some information about trademarks or you can book a consultation with me, Richard Gerhardt, and I'd be happy to explain the process to you. Before we go, I'd like to thank the Passage to Profit team, Noah Fleischman, our producer, Alicia Morrissey, our program director. Our podcast can be found tomorrow anywhere you find your podcast. Just look for the Passage to Profit show. And you can find us on Instagram and threads at Passage to Profit show and Twitter, or if you're even more up to date, X at Passage to Profit and on our YouTube channel. Please also join us on our new Facebook group, Search for Passage to Profit Show Listener Community, a new community space for our listeners and guests where you can post questions that you would like answered on the show and interact with the Passage to Profit team. And remember, while the information on this program is believed to be correct, never take a legal step without checking with your legal professional first. Gerhart Law is here for your patent, trademark, and copyright needs. You can find us at GearHeartLaw.com and contact us for a free consultation. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs,